2: Exposing Washington, American Family Radio is the name of the sh- uh, of the show. My name is Walker Wildman. Glad to have you with us. Don't forget to visit our website, AFR.net. AFR.net, if uh, many of you, uh, those of you who listen each week uh, recognize my voice and what you recognize today is not my typical voice. I'm uh, on the <clears throat> recovering end of, of regaining my voice that, that I lost this past week. Uh, many of you probably noticed I wasn't on today's issues on Thursday. So, you know, I I, <clears throat> I missed the today's issues on Thursday, but I'm doing the show this weekend exposing Washington because there's so much news going on in Washington D.C. with all of these election lawsuits. I found it very important to uh, continue to do the show. So, bear with me the next 30 minutes or the next 26, 28 minutes as we cover the news of the week on exposing Washington. a Couple things we're gonna talk about today. We're mainly gonna focus on election integrity on these various lawsuits all across the country coming from the Trump campaign. We had a very long, extensive, and detailed press conference from the Trump campaign this week in Washington, D.C. at the RNC headquarters. And that was about 90 minutes outlining uh, the various issues with this election. You had Rudy Giuliani, Sidney Powell, Jenna Ellis, and various others, uh, other attorneys there present outlining their case, uh, outlining the various issues, irregularities, and fraud associated with the 2020 election. And for anyone who cares about election integrity, about one person, one vote, about accuracy at at the ballot box, should care about this, about this current situation that we're in. And many people are trying to rush through this situation. They're wanting to rush into a supposed Biden administration, but we really just need to slow down, and I'll explain why. But before I do so, I want to play a few clips here. Look, this entire, the last two weeks, and remember, this seems like an eternity, but it's only been two weeks since the election, a little over two weeks since the election. And there are many questions unanswered. We have about three weeks, a little over three weeks, until the, re- the results in various states have to be certified. December 14th is when the Electoral College meets when the Electoral College cast their votes. So between now and then, we have to know something. We have to have some kind of direction as to the outcome of this litigation. But let's just give it until then. Let's just give it until December 14th before we start dismissing President Trump and his attorneys, their claims and their accusations. I would agree what many are saying out there that the window, the time frame is closing for President Trump and his attorneys to categorically prove widespread election fraud in the 2020 election. The window is closing And it's closing fast. December 14th, in my mind, is between now and then is when they have to prove that, to prove everything that they've said. Much of what they've said in public and in court is documented. It's backed up by sworn affidavits, by witness testimony. So not all of this is hearsay. The vast majority of it is backed up by evidence. If you look, you will find the evidence in various court proceedings across the country. We talked a little bit about it last week. But Tucker Carlson on Fox News last night, or really Thursday night, he expressed frustration that... Sidney Powell and President Trump's attorneys had not come forth with the hard proof that the voting machines in various states and the results thereof were altered to favor Biden. Let's listen to clip two, this is Tucker Carlson. We took Sidney Powell seriously. We had no intention of fighting with her. We've always respected her work. We simply wanted to see the details. How could you not want to see them? So we invited Sidney Powell on the show. We would have given her the whole hour. We would have given her the entire week actually and listened quietly the whole time at rapt attention. That's a big story, but she never sent us any evidence despite a lot of requests, polite requests, not a page. When we kept pressing, she got angry and told us to stop contacting her. When we checked with others around the Trump campaign, people in positions of authority, they told us Powell has never given them any evidence either. Nor did she provide any today at the press conference. Powell did say that electronic voting is dangerous, and she's right. We're with her there. But she never demonstrated that a single actual vote was moved illegitimately by software from one candidate to another, not one. All right, well, there you have it. So basically, Tucker Carlson, (laughs) and I like him. I actually play many of his clips on the show. But there you have Tucker Carlson explaining how he reached out to Sidney Powell, President Trump's lead attorney, asking for the evidence, the forensic evidence, regarding Dominion voting systems and the Smartmatic software and the alleged changing of votes therein. Tucker Carlson goes on to say that Sidney Powell would not produce to him such evidence. (laughs) The issue here is that it would be stupid, it would be dumb for Sidney Powell to show a network host the forensic evidence of said fraud before she even gets before a court with said evidence. No smart attorney would hand over their bombshell evidence of illegal activity to a network host before they even get before law enforcement or before a court. And so I don't know who Tucker Carlson <laughs> is kidding here to think that somehow he is going to get the goods on how the Democrats supposedly cheated in the 2020 election from Trump's attorneys. No attorney in their in their in a, in their sound mind and their good mind would turn this over before it gets to court. But what I think Tucker Carlson is is displaying here is his overall frustration that this has not been settled yet, which I can share that. I mean, don't we all want this to be over? Don't we want final answers on all of these allegations? Of course we do. I mean, we actually, preferably, I would, have, I would have liked to this election to have not been such a train wreck, and then we would know who our president is, who our president-elect is, like the day after the election, November 4th. But instead, the Democrats wanted to pull all these shenanigans, and so we're having to drag this out. Which is not my fault. It's not Tucker Carlson's fault. It's not Sidney Powell's fault. It's the the fault of all these incompetent Democrats across the country in these various cities and states who can't run a simple election. At least run it with integrity and simplicity. Instead, they carry on this big convoluted mess at the ballot box on November 3rd, and they cause all of this chaos, all of this confusion. Sidney Powell was actually on Maria Bartiromo's show Friday morning, and she explains why this is taking so much time. Clip three, let's listen. So, Sydney, will you be able to prove this evidence that you say you have of this technology flipping votes from Trump to Biden? How will you prove that, Sydney?
1: Well, we have witnesses that know how it's done and they've seen it done. Maria, that's firsthand evidence of, of how it works and, and that it works. And we'll, we will also have a whole lot more evidence as the days progress. I mean, I'm still getting information through a fire hose. We can't even keep up with the witnesses that are calling in and wanting to give affidavits and provide evidence. So this is a very early in a stage of any case, aside from one of this massive magnitude, that frankly, should have been investigated and stopped by our law enforcement community within a a decade ago, we shouldn't be in this position.
2: And here we are a few, a handful of, of civil lawyers trying to do the work of a massive government institution and the biggest worldwide corruption fraud ever exposed. Well, there you have it. That's Sidney Powell on Marita Bartiromo's show expressing her frustration that this entire situation has been left up to a handful of attorneys for the president to figure out. This alleged cheating with the Smartmatic software and Dominion systems has supposedly been going on for years, especially in foreign countries, using the same hardware and the same software. That's what the affidavit that Trump's attorneys put forth, the affidavit from the... Former military intelligence officer who used to be in Venezuela used to work for Hugo Chavez and the, the communists and the socialists down there and the dictators. This affidavit talks about how Smartmatic was designed years ago, a decade ago, to cheat. And so surely our government, our intelligence community, our military, our Department of Justice, surely they knew about this. Surely they knew about the possibility of these machines and this software being used to cheat. But no one, no agency has ever gotten to the bottom of what's going on despite the fact that we have a high probability that our government has known about this for years. But yet the media and Tucker Carlson expect six attorneys for the Trump campaign to magically get to the bottom of this in two weeks. It will actually be a miracle if the Trump campaign and their attorneys can get to the bottom of this in a month. That would be an absolute miracle. Because if this is true, if it is true that machines and software were altered so that Joe Biden would win, this is a massive scandal. which has a huge effect on the overall makeup and future of our country. So I'll say all that to say this, let's give the Trump campaign lawyers their due time to produce the evidence. There's no need to fret, there's no need to worry, Our Constitution clearly lays out how these things go, how this process goes. On December 14th, the Electoral College will meet, they should meet, they're supposed to meet, rather, to cast their votes. Then on January 6th, the new Congress will certify those votes in Washington, D.C., And then on January 20th, at 12 o'clock East Coast time, the next president will be sworn in, whoever that is, whether it be President Trump or former Vice President Joe Biden. But let's let the system play out before we rush to judgment, rush to conclusions regarding this entire process. I'm gonna play clip one here. This is actually this is Jenna Ellis, another Trump campaign attorney, attorney senior counsel for the Trump campaign, talking about the press conference they had this this past week, the purpose of it, and how the 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 bulk of evidence is held off until they appear in the court of law. Let's listen to clip one.
3: Uh, My name is Jenna Ellis and I'm the senior legal advisor uh, to the Trump campaign and I'd like to just explain now uh, where we've been and where we're at and what you can expect from this process. So what you have heard, I'm sure, in the fake newspapers tomorrow will be one of two things. Either there was not sufficient evidence that we've presented or we spoke too long, okay? So what you've heard now is basically an opening statement. This is what you can expect to see when we get to court to actually have a full trial on the merits to actually show this evidence in court and prove our case. This is not a law and order episode where everything is neatly wrapped up in 60 minutes. For those of you who are here in this room or have maybe tuned out in other networks, clearly you've never been court reporters. Trials take time. Putting on evidence takes time. This is basically an opening statement so the American people can understand what the networks have been hiding and what they refuse to cover because all of your fake news headlines are dancing around the merits of this case and are trying to delegitimize what we are doing here.
2: All right. Well, there you have it. Uh, Jenna Ellis has no problem speaking for herself. And she's exactly right. Look. And let me just remind you, the vast majority of of accusations of election fraud and irregularities on behalf of the Trump campaign, the vast majority of those accusations that the Trump campaign has made have been backed up by sworn affidavits. And if you study these lawsuits in various states in Pennsylvania, Michigan, and Georgia, to be specific, If you study the affidavits and you read the attachments and the exhibits, you will see sworn testimony where there are witnesses to election fraud and election irregularities. And the vast majority of that, I would say, I would actually say 95% of the accusations that the Trump campaign has made those have been backed up by sworn testimony so for the media for any honest person for any journalist to say that there is no evidence of voter fraud there is no evidence of voter irregularities they either haven't looked for it or they're lying because it takes it takes me 10 minutes to download these lawsuits to my computer and to read through them and find sworn affidavits alleging election fraud, alleging irregularities, alleging illegal activity. I think it is true that many journalists, or so-called journalists, many in the media, don't want to see the evidence, because then they would have to report on it. And instead, they keep parroting this falsehood that the Trump campaign has refused to put forth the evidence. When in fact, the opposite is true. The Trump campaign has put forth the vast majority of the evidence. It is the media that refuses to read it and report on it which that in and of itself is a scandal. That our media, the propaganda media, the propaganda arm of the Democrat Party, refuses to report documented election fraud examples. Instead, they mislead the American people. The only part of this puzzle that hasn't been proved beyond the shadow of a doubt, that it hasn't been 100% backed up by sworn affidavits is this whole accusation that Dominion Voting Systems and Smartmatic Software were used to take votes from Donald J. Trump and move them over to Joe Biden. That is the only piece of this puzzle that has yet to be fully backed up by sworn affidavits but much of that has been backed up or has been introduced at least in one court case in Georgia with Lynn Wood Lynn Wood put forth this court case this past week that is is actually going through the appeal process where he introduces a witness who knows the inner workings of this smartmatic software and how it was once designed to cheat. But what we don't have yet, which it's on the Trump campaign to bring forth, is people who can verify that they witnessed this type of cheating occurring in the United States on November 3rd during the 2020 election. I'm going to play clip four here. This is a Fox News report actually from several years ago outlining the vulnerabilities of this De- Dominion system that were that was used in over 30 states in the country. Let's listen to clip four. But could a
0: hacker actually change your vote? Federal officials are adamant that that would be nearly impossible. But is that correct? Senior correspondent Eric Sean investigates.
1: Can a machine be hacked? I have demonstrated how to hack the ABC Advantage voting machines that we use in New Jersey.
0: He is the bane of election officials because Princeton University professor Andrew Appel says a touch screen voting machine, the type used in about 10 states, can be tampered with. I unlock. Uh, the back door. In 2008 he demonstrated how as part of an election lawsuit against New Jersey Uh, officials. While he notes there has been no documented case of a machine actually being hacked this way in a US election he says it could happen by simply swapping the machine's computer chip
1: for his own. Uh, And I'll just have to replace uh, this one ROM chip with a fraudulent computer program. He was able to change the votes The machine counted. I figured out how to make a slightly different computer program that just before the close of the polls, it shifts some votes around from one candidate to another. And I wrote that computer program onto a memory chip like this. Um, And now to hack a voting machine, you have to uh, get seven minutes alone with it with a screwdriver. The professor insists it is. The good news is it's not something you can easily do from Russia. Um, but the bad news but the bad news is that it really is possible to do locally.
0: Oh, The voting machine company Dominion told us the demonstration is not a realistic assessment, not a credible test, they say, because it was not an actual election.
2: Well, there you have it. That's a Fox News report from several years ago <laughs> outlining how this Dominion system can be <clears throat> easily manipulated or compromised by switching out a computer chip on the back of the machine. And I don't know whether when I look into this Dominion voting system and this Smartmatic software, and really this is the case with multiple voting machines, multiple companies that make these voting machines, It is striking how vulnerable these systems are to manipulation. And the various steps in the process where votes can be manipulated is staggering. I mean, this is one of the most fundamental parts of our country, of our democracy, of our entire system of government. The idea that American citizens go to the ballot box and we circle, we fill in a circle beside the candidate that we want to elect. If we can't get this right, we can't get anything right. The voting process should the voting process should be the most secure thing that we do as a country. Because it's what holds our country together. We should have 100% confidence that our system of voting is secure, safe and filled with integrity. Exposing Washington American Family Radio. Go to AFR.net to listen to our podcast. We'll see you next week.
0: The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily
3: reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.